With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. You know we go live weekdays at 9 a.m. So if you are listening to today's show live, please feel free to click the live chat button and that will pipe you right into the chat room so our chat room is open. We had a good show yesterday. So I want to thank everybody for hanging out with me. And as you know, I post all of the shows on my blog, CyBrownMorningShow.com, or you can find us in iTunes. So I'm gearing up now for all of our holiday shows, and I shared with you yesterday that one of my big guests that I really want is Dolly Parton. And so today, this morning, early this, early this morning when I woke up, I found her contact information online and sent a request to her media people, and I'm using my fingers in air quotes right now, and so we'll see what happens, but I am ah, hopeful we can get Dolly Parton on the show. (laughs) I want Dolly Parton, Nas, and Gladys Knight, so those are my three big gets that I want, so just keep your fingers crossed for me. Um, Very quickly, just some housekeeping stuff this weekend. I am hosting um, a fashion show. I don't have the exact address in front of me, um, but it is for an amazing organization. So that information is on my blog. Tickets are $50 a piece, and you can pay for them right online through Eventbrite. So Saturday I'll be hosting a a wonderful fashion show. It's from 6 to 10 p.m. So you know (laughs) that means I am going to be juicing, J-U-I-C-I-N-G, for the next couple of days because I just found out last night that the colors are black and silver and they want formal wear. Well, y'all know I just came back from New Orleans about a week ago and I'm still a little puffy from all that seafood and jambalaya and rice and dirty rice that I ate. So I guess I'll be in the gym on the treadmill trying to burn a 1,000 calories the things that we do for beauty. I guess beauty is painful. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know where I'm going with this. The things that we do for beauty sometimes. Today, we are talking about the mystery of motivation. Now, I frequently share little fun stories, um, you know, about client experiences and things like that, but I just felt it was necessary to really talk about motivation and why there's, you know, some people can be really motivated and others just really can't. And so I've tried to pinpoint it and say maybe they don't have discipline or maybe they're just not committed, uh, where some people are just like, boom, 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 they're on it. So I said, you know, I really have to put some thought into this so I can share just through my own personal experiences, what I feel about the mystery behind the word motivation. And 
it's really important for us to look at the science behind it. I mean, I can really get into left brain, right brain. You know, left brain is for people who have very strong math and logic skills, and right brain people are creatives. So then you have people like me who I would like to think that I am equally left brain and right brain. Like I toggle, I toggle between the two. And what happens is left brainers don't necessarily need motivation because they know whatever they have to accomplish is the right thing to do. Whereas right brain thinkers, the creative people, they're motivated when they see something or when the spirit hits them or when they when they're inspired to do something. So for people like me who are left and right brain people, we get caught in a little bit of a conundrum. So maybe today's lesson is me teaching myself because I did a lot of research um, and just self-assessment and assessing my experiences with my clients to really pinpoint why there is a mystery behind being motivated. So I will share that I understand the complexities and what motivation means. Motivation comes from the place of desire and will. So let's just start with desire. Everybody can want something. Desire is want with an exponent. It's maybe maybe not quite the tenth power, but maybe the second or third. It's a little amped up, a little more aggressive than I want something. When you desire something, it's in your belly. That's the place you start moving towards. I want a new car. I'm just saying I really don't, but, you know, just for the sake of this conversation. And if someone says, I want a new car, it's almost said in passing. It's very transient. Um, I want a new car. But when it becomes a desire, when it moves from a want to a desire, now that means you're putting a little bit more behind it. You're putting a little bit more action behind it. You're putting your energy behind it. You're putting your spirit behind it. Now it's moving to a place from, hey, you know what, this is something that I think will be really cool to there's this this knowing in your stomach, this knowing in, in, in the essence of who you are, that this is the place that you would like to move to. And so when that kicks in, that is a place where motivation where you serves as the catalyst for motivation. But what happens is there's two pieces to that. From that desire comes will. And here is the, what I believe will is the differentiating factor is a key, not the, a key differentiating factor between those who are extremely successful, those who are moderately successful, and those who are not successful at all. Everybody has wants and desires. I love the TV show Million Dollar Listing, and I can sit and oogle over those houses all day. But the will is just not there for me to really attain it. You have to take, move from a place of desire and then 
action or activation that will is the fanning of the flame. The desire is the flame. Will is the wind that fans the flame. And once you take that desire, fan it with the flame, fan it with will, it moves into activation. Hear what I'm saying. So we're moving from what we want, from a thought to action to activation. And that's where people fall short. That that will, right there, those four letters, W-I-L-L. Because when you have a will for something, that means it's moving past a thought. It has taken up residence in your body. And now you realize that you're putting your plan together to have it manifest. Whatever that X factor is that you want, you're putting your will, your force, your energy, your thoughts, your spirit, your soul, the collective consciousness of those around you to manifest whatever it is you desire, where your motivation comes from. This show is entitled The Mystery of Motivation. We have just demystified the source and the premise behind motivation. But where people fall short is Their will is not strong enough to get them there. But for those whose will is strong enough, it moves them to a place of activation, and then you go back into desire, and then will, and then it goes into persistency, and then it goes back into desire, and then it goes into will, and then it goes into intensity, and then it goes back into desire and will, and then you have success. The desire and will must always be a constant at every level. The desire and will must be that constant as you move through each level. Let me let me explain it this way. When my clients get stuck and they're not sure that they want to press on or it seems too difficult or this weight loss journey is too challenging, I always tell them, Go back to your why. Why did you start this journey? What was your reason behind it? Focusing on the mundane will never get you to the finish line. It just won't happen. Why did you start? What was that, what was that spark that was ignited in you, going back to desire, that moved you to will, that resonated with your soul that you wanted to get from where you are to where you want to be. Go back to your why. And so what happens is when you take your desire and your will, that moves you into activation. And then you go back to desire and will, and that moves you into persistency. You go back into desire and will, that moves you into intensity. You go back into desire and will, and that's where you start to see success. Some people will question if rewards increase motivation. I don't think they do. I think it's a placebo. I think it's false. I think it's just a a sugar pill. Because what happens is rewards cause action 
but not necessarily motivation. People will say I'm motivated by money. Eh, not really. I don't think that's the case. Because what happens is when if you're given a reward, it's not necessarily that it's increasing your motivation. That reward is putting you in a if this, then that scenario. If you do this, you will receive X. Doesn't mean you're motivated. It's not organic. That's why I call it a placebo. That's why I call a reward a placebo. It should not increase your motivation. We have to look at the reward as neutral. You know, I heard a pastor one time say if a drug dealer uh, drops money, a $50 bill on the street, and then an old lady or just a lady picks it up and puts it in the church basket, is that dirty money? Is that dirty money? Was the money gotten from illegal gains? Was it a bad thing? Should the church accept it? Well, of course the church should accept it because it's a, the $50 bill is totally neutral. In the hands of a drug dealer, it can be part of illegal activities, but once it moves into the church, it's now going to be used for much better things. It now The intention has changed. So that's how we have to look at rewards. Rewards are neutral. You should want to do something whether the reward is there or not. Now, the reward, a reward is not the same as victories. Victories are what happens when you're motivated, you're successful at reaching certain benchmarks, now you have victories to celebrate. So the key is, would you still do that if there was no reward present or no reward offered? That's when you know what your motivation is. I started this show on June 26th of 2008. I had no idea what in the world I was doing. Had no idea. All I knew, and this is the truth, that God, I heard it in my left ear radio. And I'm like, what in the, like, as clear as day, it was the creepiest thing. And I Googled and searched, like, internet radio. Now, mind you, this is 2008. Nobody even knew what a podcast or internet radio was. But I knew something was there. And I started hosting a one-hour show every single day, five, five days a week, not every single day. I didn't do Saturday and Sunday, but Monday through Fridays, five days a week, an hour-long show with no experience. The only experience I had with radio was booking my clients on radio interviews. I was motivated to do this because it was new, it was a challenge, it was something that was different, it felt right. Was there a reward? Eh, not really. Was it rewarding to do? Absolutely. But there was no tangible, here, Saida, we're going to pay you, we're the network, we're, we're going to pay you to do this show every day. Didn't happen. Did not happen. I had to take one step at a time. And the the more I took one step at a time, the closer I got to where I wanted to be. I always share with people, how do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time. I don't know. I want to say that's something that Confucius said. I'm sure I read it somewhere. I'm not the only person that has said that. But when we're looking at the mystery of motivation, what 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 is the source of it? How do we get it? How can we catch it? How can we share it? 
How can we make it go viral? This is what we're talking about today. I believe on that track, remember, it's desire and will, go live at sea level because the distinction comes with will. So someone can have the desire and they talk themselves out of it and then they become unmotivated. I can't do that. I'm too heavy. I'm too far gone. My credit is too bad. There's no way I'm going to get out of this. I totally disagree. Take one step at a time and go live at sea level. Not sea as in the water, like a sea level of a beach. Sea as in the letter C. Go live at sea level. So many times we think we have to wait until we're at A, B, or maybe B minus. I don't believe that to be true. Because by the time you get to that point, you've probably missed the opportunity. And then what will happen is what you thought was super amazing, by the time you get to the place where you feel you're perfect, the opportunity has passed you. You know, there's this beautiful ebb and flow in life. You know, it comes in and goes out. It comes in and goes out. So while you're sitting there racking your brain trying to be perfect, the tide has gone out and you missed it. And when it comes in, it's not going to be the same. Go live at sea level. You don't have to be perfect. We talk ourselves out of it. And a lot of times we don't even believe in ourselves. You don't have to raise your hand. I can't see you. But when I give talks, I'm scheduled today to do a talk at my local college um, for this amazing group of women who are transitioning from uh, the welfare system to being more independent and job searching. And we're talking, my talk today, it's for three hours actually, um, from 10 to 1. So as soon as I get off the air, I'm going to jump in my car and head on over to the college. But these women have lost faith in themselves. They have the desire. They even have the will. But when it gets to the activation, they don't have enough confidence that they can execute it. If you don't believe in yourself, I don't care how motivated you are, it ain't happening. Just is not going to happen. I remember when I first started losing weight, I hired a nutritionist, and I've shared this before, hired a weight loss coach, a nutritionist, and a trainer. And I remember the first day they gave me my menus, and I had to have a half a a cup of rice with one meal, a small potato, and oh, my gracious, I was measuring food like you would not believe. And my husband was like, you're really into this, aren't you? And I said, yeah, like, I want to lose weight. This is what I want to do. And I realized if I didn't believe that I could do it, I was never going to be successful. I was never, ever going to be successful. I had to get back on that train of motivation because I knew it wasn't that my husband was trying to sabotage me. That wasn't the case. But I knew I had to believe in myself. One of the things that kills our motivation is lack of priorities. Hear me out. I just want to take a quick moment to say big shout-out to Miss Pretty, who's in the chat room. Hello. Thank you so much for joining the Cyber Morning Show. So welcome. Um, but I want to get back to this. We have to prioritize because here's what happens. Remember, at the top of the show, I talked about want, desire, and will. It is so easy to get derailed. 
Hear me now. It is so easy to get derailed. If you do not prioritize whatever it is you have to do, whatever you're motivated to do will get put to the bottom of the list. It has happened to me. I've seen it happen to so many people when they're so close to success. What happens is their priorities are not in order. When we wake up in the morning, to be really honest, Sunday night at 6 o'clock is when my work week starts. Sunday night at 6 o'clock, I'm finalizing everything for my show, going over my calendar. I even have team meetings at 7 o'clock on Sunday sometimes. Because if I don't start my week, if I don't wake up Monday morning, hear, hear me out. When you wake up Monday morning, you should already know what your week looks like. And there should be uh, time allotted for hiccups. You have to prioritize your time because what can happen is little things happen. We had on our refrigerator, I said this yesterday, I had to put a sign on my refrigerator for my children, lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. And I swear I would be trying to get a report done or get something done or get ads or things done for the show and by golly, my kids would come because when I first started the show, my children were still in high school. They're in their 20s now. But it would, it would thwart my day. I have now learned to factor in and have contingency plans in place so that way when curveballs are thrown, I do not get so far derailed that I lose my motivation. This is some real good stuff I'm sharing with you guys today because I've seen it happen, it's happened to me, and I've seen it happen to clients, and I've seen it happen to friends. If our priorities are not in order, what will happen is we'll lose the momentum, and it's all about the momentum. You ever heard the the phrase that successful people, uh, like success begets success, or the rich get richer, or the poor get poor? You know why? They're building on momentum. Donald Trump, I have to talk about him right now. He's actually a big part of my talk about branding today. Well, your political affiliations aside, I will share with you, I think Donald Trump is amazing. Not necessarily his politics. Let me, let me, let me put that out there. I don't agree with his politics. But this man has been able to finagle his way to become a top-tier contender for the Republican presidential nomination. He won one poll, just one, and that is all he talked about at every campaign stop. I'm at the top of the polls. I'm at the top. This guy has low energy. This guy's asleep. This guy can't get his finances together. Whatever his story was, all he talked about was his poll numbers. So he went in with extreme precision that that's what he was going to talk about, that's the place he was going to stay. He was just going to rock his two-step right there. So what happened was it started to catch steam. So I'm sure at some point people were like, wait a minute, he's ahead in that poll. Yeah, you know what? They started looking at him in a different way. And so now he started to become more successful, even if it's just in numbers only. But we have to look at this. And what did that do? Remember, we're going back to our formula. The desire, the will equals and led to the activation. And after the activation, he was persistent, which led to the intensity, 
which led to success. And this whole formula just kept repeating itself, repeating itself, repeating itself. And now here we are probably 125 days or maybe 150 days into his candidacy. And we're like, what in the world? How did we get here? I don't know what Donald Trump's motivation is. And really, you know what, whatever your motivation is, truthfully, should be private to you. Because everybody doesn't need to know everything. Everybody doesn't need to know everything. Whatever your motivation is, that's your motivation. But what I'm saying is you need to take one step at a time and make sure you believe in yourself. And when you have a stronger belief in yourself, it makes it easy to prioritize. Yesterday's show was about saying no. So I'm hoping you're seeing this trend here. When you believe in yourself, and and I talked about this yesterday, Saying no to someone is really saying yes to yourself because what happens is when you have time set aside for yourself and you have your priorities in order and you know who you are and whose you are, when people come at you sideways, it becomes so easy to be like, you know what, that's not really a good fit for me right now. Thank you for the opportunity, but you know what, that's not really a good fit for me right now. It makes it so easy to say no. And what happens is when we're looking at what motivates us and what fuels us and we have certain priorities and things in order, we are going to be more successful. When we work with a level of precision, we work with a level of excellence, we try not to deviate, we don't look left, we don't look right, and stay the course, the motivation feeds itself and it gets bigger and bigger, your chest gets a little puffier, your walk gets a little more brisk, your shoulders start to, you know, your back is arched a little bit, and you get this, your countenance changes. That's when you can start celebrating your victories. Because now you're, you, have, you are experiencing the physical manifestation of your spiritual motivation and you celebrate every single victory you can. I don't mean go out drinking with friends. I'm talking about give yourself a little pat on the back. What's critically important is rest. And we don't, we, we don't put enough emphasis on the fact that our body needs rest. Arianna Huffington has been, at least for a year, who is the founder and editor-in-chief of the Huffington Post, has her platform, at least for the last year, has been about the need for rest and how we must allocate time in our day to rest and think and let our body rejuvenate itself. We can't keep going, 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 going. It's impossible. We can't do it. We will crash and burn. You must give your body time to rest. And once your body is well-rested and you feel at peace, you do the damn thing all over again. Press play, and you do it again. The mystery of motivation, not really a mystery at all. It's really tapping in to all of those internal forces. Energy is such power. There is something to be said about the energy that our body produces. That is our power. You know when your your energy is electrifying, you feel that connection, Feel that connection with yourself and burn that energy to move your personal agenda forward. 
that's when you're going to really be successful. That's when you're going to su- experience success on in every area in every area of your life, and you'll be able to manifest it and actually see the fruit of your labor. Thank you so much for listening. This is such a passionate, passionate subject for me. I mean, this has been just a, a, a burning week for me, talking about saying no, talking about motivation, talking about success. These are the things that really get me going in the morning. I mean, I can talk about these things forever, but I felt in my heart that this was the right message to share at this moment. So I want to thank everybody who joined me in the chat room. Thank you so much. Um, I did not chat much. Sometimes I just close my eyes and talk. Um, I'm just kind of enjoying me being with you in these intimate moments. Um, But thank you so much for listening. Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you so much for listening to the Cybrow Morning Show, and I'll see you soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.